This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Welcome back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Greg Wrightstone joining us now. Greg, how are you today, sir? Welcome. Happy New Year. Oh, back at you. Really good. Uh, Life is good and getting better. We should celebrate that. Always a joy having you, CO2 Coalition, and talk about a very convenient warming. Yeah. This is a this is my uh, second book uh, following up the first book that was just a, a runaway bestseller inconvenient facts. Uh, this one's the title is a very convenient warming okay. um, modest warming and more CO2 are benefiting humanity. Uh, heads are exploding when they hear that. Uh, they can't accept that warming and more CO2 are actually beneficial, but they oh, and, are. And why? What, you know, what, is it just because they've been so brainwashed in, into believing that it's not good, that they can't accept the fact that it is good? Oh, absolutely. Okay. They can't accept that at all. They're, I mean, to, to, to accept that negates the entire premise of this net zero movement. The, the leave it in the ground fossil fuel, anti-fossil fuel movement is all predicated on this uh, notion that CO2 is the demon molecule, whereas we call it the miracle molecule. Uh, boy, I tell you, and that's, when, when I've been on with you over the last, we, we've been on oh, probably for the last two or three years Correct. or more, and, and I, I often talked about that there was no climate crisis, and there isn't. It's, it's demonstrable that things aren't, aren't getting worse, that Deserts are actually shrinking, uh, forests are expanding, and, and we can go down this whole lit laundry list of things that your listeners are being lied to about climate change. But I've taken it a step for, forward farther with this book, and I'm, it's, it's pretty clear that by almost every metric you look at, Earth's ecosystems are thriving and prospering and improving, and humanity and the human condition are improving because of modest warming and more CO2. And, and the, if all we have to do, the, probably the, the starkest example of that is agricultural productivity. Right. And, and in the book, I took, just look at the, the top eight crops produced in okay. terms of tonnage. Okay. And I, I'd list those. And we go back, I think, to 1980. Is, is, so we've got 40 years of production. And these, these crops are breaking records year after year after year. And it's because, primarily, there's three reasons. There are three reasons. One's warming. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, warming uh, hugely impacts uh, 
agricultural productivity because it extends growing seasons. In the book, I, I take a look at the growing seasons in the United States, and we find that the growing season in the lower 48 has been extended by more than two weeks okay. since 1900. Okay. Well, what's that mean? How is that a bad that thing? Means that here in Colorado, um, you know, your your producers there in the agricultural sector, they have the killing frost uh, end earlier in the spring and arrive later in the fall. That's a good thing. Anybody that's got fruit orchards are scared to death of, of late spring killing right. frost because that right. just kills them. Correct. Uh, and then we, it's turbocharged by two other things, CO2 increasing, increases CO2 pro, uh, fertilization effect. It's just driving... Uh, stronger growth, larger, more fruit, more flour. Uh, and, and then that, the third thing, component is the use of nitrogen-based fertilizer. Mm. Uh, nitrogen-based fertilizers are thought to be, account for maybe 50% of the increase in crop growth since 1950. And that's from, what, how do we get nitrogen fertilizer? Natural gas. Right. It's from fossil fuels. Right. So all of these, the increase in fossil fuels are, that we're using means more CO2 in the atmosphere, which means greater crop growth. Um, and it's, this is really, I call it the greatest untold story of the, of the 21st century and that of, a, of an improving planet. Other uh, than and, you, know, you and the film that you were very involved in and so on, so the book and the film that you and several others did, you know, besides those types of of things, is there anybody else out there that are jumping on this bandwagon that you're trying to get started? Well, there there are we, we at the CO2 Coalition. We've got more than 150 members. Some of them are are uh, just tremendous top scientists in the world. We've got John Clauser, who's the current Nobel laureate in physics. We've got just some of the top scientists in the world that believe as I do. Uh, Patrick Moore, a founder of yep. Greenpeace. Yeah, we interview him quite often as well. Yeah, good he's guy. Wonderful, he's wonderful. In fact, we're we're all uh, scheduled to meet up in Wyoming uh, to take a tour up there. You uh, can't disclose everything we're going to be doing, but um, you will be traveling through Denver the weekend of February 11th, and we're trying to schedule an event there. That, nice. Uh, so I'll keep you informed. About nice. That yeah, please do. Together. Yeah, please do. Uh, but it's no, there, there are a lot of people talking about this, but we're in, we have to be silenced because what your listeners just heard is compelling mm-hmm. and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And if it, it, and they are scared to death of the science that doesn't support this climate crisis narrative, uh, they need they need to silence us. That's 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 why I was kicked off of LinkedIn oh, a year and a half or two years ago. Um, my very last post on LinkedIn, I said, I think I'm about to be banned and deplatformed. Oh, wow. They labeled that false and misleading and oh, then banned and deplatformed me. Jeez. So uh, permanently. Jeez. Uh, it, I mean, I don't have any words other than support you guys, try to help those of you that are trying to get this word. I mean, we try to do this here on a regular basis. One of those topics, as you know, we talk about on a routine basis, at least once a week, if not more often, because you know my feelings on this. But outside of that, trying to turn the tide, I mean, what I was saying is that, you know, I don't have words to add to what you're saying, because really, we just need to continue to do our best. Like anything else that's out there, we have to message it correctly 
and let the other folks know that these are the real facts, not what you've believed in all of your life? Well, this my new book, A Very Convenient Warming, will help you out. And it, it was just published this week, available on Amazon now. Uh, and it's or at convenientwarming.com. Go buy the book. I mean, so many people told me that the first book was the best book on the subject they'd ever written, ever read. And they've come back and they said, man, you hit a home run. This is better than the first book. And so I've written it for the non-scientists in a way that's compelling, that's easily understandable. Uh, it's, it's with compelling charts that are, that are easy to understand. Um, I'm not an egghead scientist that mm-hmm. it's hard to understand. I, I present the facts as they are. Uh, the book is dense with information. Well, and that's why we have you on on a routine basis. You do a really good job of explaining things in a very, you know, I don't want to try to dumb it down, but but it is. I mean, you got to do this in an elementary fashion because if yeah. you don't, the other side's not going to listen. And now here's a question I have for you. How do you get them to even believe the facts that you have in your book? Now, by that, well, I, I tell people, don't believe, don't, I don't, I, I didn't trust anybody when I started getting into this. Okay. I, the first book was driven by my own personal search for the truth. Okay. So I tell people, don't believe me. Don't trust me. Okay. Go look at, what, go look at the references that I provide. Uh, I have links in the back of the book. Uh, you can go to the book, and I've, I've HTML URLs that you can right, go. Right, right. Look, I, I, it's fully supported, everything I'm saying there uh, about desert shrinking and uh, heat waves, uh, that have been that peaked in the twenties and thirties. Uh, you know, don't trust me. Don't believe me. Go, go, take a look at what I've written and how how thoroughly it's been researched, and go look for yourself. That's what I did. Not everybody can do that. I agree. But this was my own personal search for the truth because I went back to the base data. Uh, I saw so I went back to NASA, NOAA, uh, the the UN data, and I looked at each of it to find out and what I found actually angered me because hmm. I found that just about everything we were being told, the big big ticket items that were being told were just the facts, the science, and the data didn't support what they were saying. Uh, and in this book, what we're, what we're doing is we're saying this is a celebration of the huge benefits that are reaping. And the second part of history hmm. and temperature history, yeah, and it's yeah. really, really, which you really you and I have covered that you know numerous times here. And yeah, I, I for one, Greg, I have no desire. If you could ever go back in time, the one area or you know the one time period that I would never want to live in is that dark, the dark ages, the medieval, the the you know just to me nothing could be more miserable than living during that time. Yeah, life got life was really bad. It was awful. It, it was yeah, and and then periodically these big volcanoes went off and made it from from awful to just horrific, and uh, and because the the volcanoes that erupted caused even more cooling. Correct, correct. And the more, sun was you know was darkened and so on. And yeah, yeah. to me, it just nothing could have been a worse time to live in than that. Oh. Yeah, you know, just the most recent cooling period, the Little Ice Age, it's thought to, that a third of the population of the Earth perished. 
Wow. 50% of Iceland's population perished. Like the Danish government ruled Iceland at the time, and they they were seriously considering abandoning the entire island. Wow. Because it was wow. so bad. Wow. Okay, uh, so, and I, I know I'm pressed for time, but quick, before I forget, Al Gore, you know, he's come out recently and talked about how if we don't do something, you know, there's over, you know, you know, at least, at least, you know, several billion people are going to die in this warming cycle that we're in and on and on. I mean, these are really dire predictions, which, by the way, he's made in the past and have not come true, but he's really pushing this hard again. Well, he, he doesn't, uh, he call, he would call me a science denier. I would call him a history denier because mm. history tells us that each of the warming periods were hugely beneficial. And also, the facts, the science, and the data tell me that 15 to 20 times as many people die, temperature-related deaths, due to the cold, mm-hmm. as due to heat. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell us? Mm. Global warming would save lives. And uh, and it's, it's incontrovertible. It's just a fact that multiples of people die due to cold and the heat. So warming would then spare millions of lives. Yeah, yeah. Makes total sense. I get it. All right. Hey, how do they go to the CO2 Coalition, by the way? CO2Coalition.org or get the book, convenientwarming.com. Perfect. Greg, as always, I appreciate you very much. When you get out this way, please, yes, let me know. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate you very much. Have a great rest of your evening. Geno's Auto Service is next, and make sure you're dialed in when it comes to your vehicle. We've got weather coming in this weekend. Last thing you want to do is be caught out in the cold. Geno'sAutoService.com, and Geno starts with a J. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's fall special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump sending debris into your engine. This debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating even in cold weather and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. Maintaining your vehicle will give you additional years of performance. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business in Littleton. We are all for making your life simpler, offering loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush from Geno's. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Veteran Windows and Doors. Give Dave a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. 45% off entry doors and 40% off windows if you buy eight or more. Again, klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors simplifies and streamlines your new window installation. They will alleviate the scheduling issues of a multi-window installation by completing the entire process for you typically within two days. And Veteran Windows and Doors follow stricter installation guidelines than what is required in the industry because that is their business model. To do right by you, the customer, Veteran makes sure every window is properly flashed, insulated, and sealed so you can be 100% confident in a job done right every time. 
Veterans Crew consists of vetted, trusted, and insured technicians, so you know um. you will always be in good hands. They also offer a five-year installation guarantee. This month, they will take 40% off both product and installation when you buy eight or more windows. Start saving today by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. Group Insurance Analyst is next. E-GIA.com for all your insurance needs, no matter what it is. Again, E-GIA.com. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Denigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303 423 0162 extension 100 or go online to e-gia.com get more without paying more genesis 13 electric as i said earlier they'll be doing some things around my place they can do the same for you give them a call today find them at klzradio.com dimmer switches from genesis 13 electric save you money on your energy bill and they're also really convenient imagine stumbling into your bathroom in the middle of the night you flip the light switch and Bam! The sudden light hits you like a Tyson right cross to the chin and you know you'll never get back to sleep. Now imagine you walk in and turn your dimmer knob and the light gently comes up to a level that you can handle. You'll get back to sleep in no time. Dimmer switches are not just for your bathroom, they're a benefit everywhere in your home. In fact, even at full power, they use about 20% less energy. Bulbs will last longer and you get to retain your sanity for those late night bathroom trips. If you're tired of the light keeping you up and paying a premium for electricity, contact the team at Genesis 13 Electric today at klzradio.com slash light to receive special KLZ listener pricing on a dimmer switch. Is the cost of replacing your old copier with a new one a shock to your budget? I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We specialize in premium, like-new copiers and printers that have had very minimal usage. They look like new, they work like new, and are backed by our 12-month performance warranty. It's as new as you can get without the box. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check us out at BESofColorado.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. We are back. Brad from Lakewood, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, uh, we got this uh, Supreme Court decision coming up, but I'm extremely worried about this. We could win 9 to nothing, or we could lose 6-3 to three because I have absolutely no faith in Barrett Kavanaugh. No, this is a slam dunk. It oh, you might, you so? might have two outstanding, Brad, but that'll be it. Yeah, but I'm, nonetheless, I'm still extremely worried about yeah, this. Don't be. Don't lose any sleep over that one. Okay, and then... Uh, and, and the reason for it, Brad, is even the other side knows this can't be this way. I mean, even the left knows you can't do this. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm worried about Barrett Kavanaugh and Roberts voting with the Democrats. Oh, no, they're no, not going to happen. Don't, don't worry about that. Not going to happen. I, I hope so. I, I, now, I now see we're down to 219 House Republicans. Uh, what were these 105 Republicans thinking when they 
uh, decided to expel Santos, and then McCarthy and Johnson uh, decided to resign early. Well, they the weren't door-to-door stuff. Emma was to make phone calls so these people can at least finish out their terms. Yeah, they they weren't thinking. That, that's the key. They weren't. And, and I, I don't think. And George Santos, as much of a character as he was, he he was far more conservative than uh, those four Republicans from New York that voted to expel him. I think uh, Mike Lawler voted to keep. The kill switches in the car. He voted to uh, uh, keep the NDAA. Santos would have voted no, uh, voted the correct way on both those. I would vote for George Santos before I voted for some of these rhino Republicans, even if he is a character. Yeah, yeah. well, and Brad, I'm going to go all the way back to we should have never dinked around with the Speaker of the House in the first place. We wouldn't be here if we just left that alone. And. Yeah, I think, so I'm uh, going to go all the way back to that. There's a lot of folks out there that thought that was a good deal. It wasn't. It was dumb. We we are no better. We're we're worse off today than we were three months ago. I, I, yes, I tend to agree because. Uh, and and, I and Brad, really quick, did I not say that back then? I, I believe so. But, I uh, did. Th- yeah, that I didn't okay. changing speakers did nothing for us. Zilch, zero. I, 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 well, I take that back. We got. We made it worse. We did not make it better at all. We didn't improve things. We made them worse. Oh, I agree. Mike Johnson, as bad as Kevin McCarthy was, Mike Johnson's far worse. Uh, Mike Johnson scheduled a ten-week vacation in November, a three-week vacation in December. He 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 does a seventy-five-day CR with no spending cuts. Uh, granted, McCarthy was bad. I I think Andy Biggs should have been the speaker, but we got to do the best we, we can. We would have been better off have. leaving it alone. So uh, and, and I said with my exact words. When all that was going on was, be careful what you wish for. Yes, and uh, Mike Johnson, now he's doing another photo op down on the border. Well, we don't, we don't need photo ops. We need action. And do you, Now, come the end of January with these two upcoming CRs, I think uh, Johnson's going to cave on both of those. Forty to 50 Republicans will stand up and vote no, which, which will be good. But then Johnson will, will just say, okay, fine. I'll just go to the Democrats and get the votes I needed, and I'll give the Democrats everything they want. I, I would not, Brad, I would not be surprised at that at all. So, and this is why the Republican Party uh, continues to uh, lose races, and they can't, they can't even support their own base. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think Nikki Scaley has any chance against Trump, or do you think... She's polling, we're going to talk about it more on Tuesday, Andy and I will. She's polling better. Does she have a chance? I, I don't know. I, I think, in my own opinion... And I have no idea what's going to be in the rest of the Epstein reports. You know, a little bit keeps getting released and released. So far, there's really nothing major there. About the only thing that I think would really give her a lot of traction is if somehow, and I'm not saying this is the case, nor do I want it to be the case. I want to be very clear on this. But if Trump is somehow tied into Epstein more than it appears right now, that would be... For I think, Brad, something that may very well hurt him. At this point, there's nothing there that will, and I hope there's not. So I'm not hoping that by any means. I wouldn't hope that on anyone. Uh, but if that does come out, that would be the only thing that would jettison her. What do, do you think Trump should pick for a VP, assuming he's a nominee? Her. You think, yeah, but she would, Tucker, Tucker Carlson said if we pick Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley he'll actually vote to, uh, to uh, make sure Trump loses, and uh, Haley's in favor of Cutting Social Security and Medicaid. Once the Democrats get a hold of that, uh, she's the only chance, though, you've got of winning some of that middle of the road vote. And she's a female, and she would help secure a lot of that. Brad, I, I think she would actually hurt us more than help us, and I, I certainly hope she isn't the nominee. I would prefer to have Vivek, but I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, well, 
the last person I want is uh, Nikki Haley because she's also a warmonger. And- I, I'm not arguing, Brad. You asked me who I thought he yep. should pick to win. That's yep. not my pick. It's yep. what I think he would do or should do to win. I like Vivek much better. I don't like – I'm sorry I'm not a Nikki fan. Oh, ne- neither am I. I. I would support Vivek. And I, How about uh, Tucker Carlson for VP? No. You don't think he'd be a good pick? No. And he's too he's – too, uh, when it comes to a lot of folks in the middle, and that's the problem with people like me that are in the media, having them do anything along those lines is a struggle. So, no, I would not go that route. How about, how about Ron Johnson from Wisconsin? Mm, I think you're better off with either Vivek, given the fact that he's done fairly well on stage, or Nikki because she's a female. Yeah, but would, would the females actually vote for uh, Nikki because a certain amount of females are going to vote for Democrats? No ifs, ands, or buts? and. Uh... That, you know what? That's a tough call. I, 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 we're, it's too early. I can't answer that at this point. I don't know, Brad. That's a good question. I don't know. Well, let, let's, let's just hope for the best, then. Cause, Agree. Uh, well, Agree. Have a good Brad, one. I appreciate it. Always good talking to you. I appreciate it very much. Bill, you're next. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, we need to kind of correct the language here on the fuel here. It's uh, naturally occurring fuels. They're not based on fossil. No, I agree with that. I've, I've had that argument with... Many of, uh, uh, you know, experts, quote-unquote, over the years, Bill, I, I have believed since I was a very young child that they're a, a repleting uh, asset, that they continue to uh, come up out of the ground, that oil and gas just continues to regenerate, and I think that's going to happen until you and I are long gone. Absolutely. That would mean all the dinosaurs would have had to run to Saudi Arabia. And yeah, it, it didn't happen. The, you, Bill, you and I happen. both know that it's a – and we've and it's already been proven. I mean, that's where oil companies even today are doing so well at even going back down and getting old old wells revived again because of the things you and I are talking about. Yeah, I mean, the, the big thing, it's natural gas. So Correct. It's naturally occurring Correct. gas. Coal naturally occurs. The Earth generates oil. It's oozing up out of the ocean floor. It is actually the best renewable energy we have, Bill. And it's naturally occurring. That's right. Natural fuels. That's right. We really ought to change the language to natural fuels, and maybe that'll sway the liberals. Yeah, I I hate the term fossil fuel because that's not what it is. Anyhow, going forward, I think that would help if people agree. No, I agree. I, you know, we're, as you know, as you say, you know, words matter, and yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I've I've always felt that way. Already, Bill, appreciate you, man. As always, yeah, you, you, Bill's the one that taught me years ago that being a liberal was a mental illness. So, Bill, thank you for that and for this as well. And I will. I will do that. I promise. High Five Plumbing is next, folks. Again, whatever you need when it comes to plumbing, you want to add something, subtract something, you got a drain issue, a freezing pipe, whatever it happens to be, High Five is a place to go. A, or a place to call, I should say. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget, down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better to moving them off exterior walls or adding heated tape to prevent freezing, the Colorado Code certified techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com plumbing. Oh, high five, 
Premier Home Remodels. Again, there's a project going on at my home. I talked to Wade today and uh, just enjoy the way they do things. Very professional, and they're going to take great care of me. I am very confident in that. They'll do the same thing for you. Premier Home Remodels. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels designs your basement to fit your family's lifestyle and needs. So-called basement flippers will limit your options, cut corners, and rush your project. But Premier takes the time to create a space that is functional and unique, meeting all your expectations. Premier values and protects you as the homeowner by making sure every code is met and that the proper permit is pulled, along with a one-year warranty on labor. Your home is your most valuable asset, and Premier guarantees that your entire project from design to completion is done accurately and effectively. Because Premier wants you to be able to grow with your home, they make sure to pre-plan every aspect of your basement remodel, working with you and having your best interest in mind. Choose the right company for your ideal basement. Premier Home Remodels. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. All right, all your heating and HVAC needs, that's Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at klzradio.com. Cub Creek Heating and AC wants to show their appreciation for this community they serve and care deeply about. So they would like you to nominate one special family to be blessed with a toasty warm house in 2024. If you know a family with an inadequate or broken heating system in their home, simply submit their name on klzradio.com HVAC with details about why you think that family is in need of a new heating system. Maybe their furnace is broken. Maybe it needs replacing. Cub Creek will review the nominations and pick one lucky family to receive either free service repairs or free equipment to get their heating system working the right way, right away. Cub Creek Heating and AC are REAM certified pro partners, so you can trust in the quality of their work. Don't wait. Head over to klzradio.com HVAC and nominate a family for the Cub Creek Furnace Giveaway now. All right, John the Cyber Guy, there's a great uh, webinar coming up here January the 17th at 11 a.m. You can actually sign up for that by going to cyberguy.net slash webinar. Ransomware and other cyber attacks continue to take down businesses nationwide at an alarming rate, putting their customers, suppliers, and investors at risk. CyberGuy John Kanata is a cybersecurity professional, and he wants to train and arm you to be fully protected from threats to your business. He's holding a free webinar with special guest Darren Swan, Vice President at Total Cybersecurity, January 17th at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Darren has been in cybersecurity, IT, and software for over 20 years, and he's a leader in the cybersecurity field. John and Darren will be giving practical insights into the cybersecurity landscape to help you discover strategies to establish a competitive advantage while protecting your business from these threats. They will also offer practical ways to mitigate damage to finances and reputation and retain the critical trust of your investors and clients. This webinar is free. Just go to klzradio.com security to RSVP and save your spot. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Scott Garlis joining us now. Scott, welcome. Market-wise, you've got a little bit of a job title, but really doesn't change anything. You just went up a little bit, right? Hey, John, sorry. My no, kicked off no, you're fine. You're good. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. The job title, but nothing really changed. Um, I basically I've gone to the parent company of the place I used to work for. So yeah, yeah, nice. all as well. Nice. Yes. Thank all right. You. Well, good job. We appreciate. It. All right. Talk to us about what's going on. We start off the year here. 2024, I'm not going to ask you for a crystal ball prediction because none of us have it, although I think there's some handwriting on the wall. You're starting to see some things even as we start out here in 2024. What do you think things are going to look like as we go through the year? Yeah, totally. I think what we're seeing, and okay, so like we can talk about the jobs numbers we've seen in the last couple of days between ADP and the Bureau of Labor Statistics job openings. The job openings keep declining. Um, the, the pay for job changers and job stayers is going down. Um, the monthly numbers for people that ADP and seeing private employers add, that number keeps, you know, it picked back up in December, but if you look at the three month total, it's much lower than where it's been. You know, the total for December is lower than where it's been over the last year. So to me, what a lot of that tells me is we're, we're seeing economic activity going more back toward a normal type of pace than this crazy pace from all the, the stimulus that was thrown at it. Okay, which which would help. And, again, one of the things that we're seeing, and, and I think this is going to have a positive impact, is oil prices have stayed down even with all of the disruption overseas. I don't see much happening there, and I think if anything were to happen, it would have already. I don't see gas prices or you know oil prices, which of course affects gas prices. I don't see anything shooting up anytime soon, unless there's something I'm missing out on the horizon. I just don't see, I mean, really any of the, the adverse effects that could have happened haven't, and the reality is even some of the ones that did didn't impact oil prices. I don't see much change there. Am I wrong? No, not at all. Um, I think Pardon me, I'm still trying to get... No, you're all right. Take your time. (laughs) So um, one of the things we're seeing, too, is, you know, Europe is a lot worse off than what we're seeing in America right now. Right. Um, The European economy is seeing negative GDP growth, or like negative 0.1%, but it's still a big slowdown. So demand there is easing. Uh, Some of the countries there have recently come off of energy subsidies, where the government is giving households money to ease energy costs. So demand is starting to slip more as a result. And then China is the world's uh, second biggest economy. And what China recently told us was when oil prices were going crazy over the summer, they were stockpiling uh, oil and gas. And they came out in, like, the beginning of December and said, you know, we've got more than enough. We don't need to do that anymore. And ever since, oil prices are sliding. Now, the Chinese economy is also keeps ticking down because – They've lost a lot of manufacturing business due to the trade fights right. that have gone on. Right. And and then so China's President Xi is recently saying we need to introduce more economic stimulus. And whenever the leader of China says that, that's a big indicator of China's economy. Yeah, Trump. they're not hurting. So, yeah, that, yeah, I say, yeah, yeah, they're hurting. They're not doing well. And, and you know, correct me again if I'm wrong, but they've lost a lot of the manufacturing not only due to – some of the things that have happened in this country, tariffs and things along those lines, but just the way they handle certain things, the whole threat to Taiwan, the chip end of things, and so on. I mean, the reality is they've not played nice, and it's now costing them. Am I right in saying it that way? Well, that's totally right. And the reason all the tariff stuff went into place was because of that. China was trying to take sort of the economic gains they'd gotten from becoming the world's manufacturer for countries in Europe and right. the U.S., and 
and they started to leverage that against those countries. And, it's, you know, they're, they're kind of shooting them, or they, they shot themselves in the foot. And I think now one of the big reasons why, this is my estimation, that we're seeing Xi is trying to play a little bit nicer in the sandbox all of a sudden is because he's seeing the economic damage it's done. Right. And when, when companies like Apple pull business out of China to go to India, they're not just making that shift temporarily. No, it's I mean, permanent. It takes, that's a done deal. Yes. Yeah, that's done. Yes. It takes years yep. to build up. All they're not going stuff. back. They're, exactly. And so I think China is, is starting to see... Yeah, and, then they, and as you know, too, they rely heavily on their exports to countries like ours. And when other countries come along and start producing products very much like, or in fact, some cases better than what China's doing at or slightly above those same prices, well, where do you think they're going to buy them from? Exactly. And, and the other big thing, too, is like you cannot steal people's intellectual property right. and then try to p- pass it off as your own. That's they, right. There are, aren't going to be consequences. That's right. Because, yeah. Yep. No, I, I've said it, and you, know, you and I even talked about this a couple of years ago. I've not really... My only fear with China is desperate countries do desperate things. It's been my only fear with China, although... When you start going downhill economically, it's going to have an impact everywhere, including what you can do militarily and so on. And they are in that position right now. They have got so many things to worry about at home economically that, frankly, Scott, I, I'm sorry, I just don't I don't look at them as being a huge threat at this point in time. I, I, and I'm not trying to be cavalier about that. I just don't see them yeah. as a big threat. they got a ton of work to do with their own, in, in their own house right now. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right, and it's, Look, they're going to saber rattle because it's in their best interest. But yeah, I mean, China China's got a lot of work to do with their own house. He's right. Yeah, they, they've got just t- and, in, in, and in turn, that's affecting the overall demand on some of the goods and things. And, and you know, and again, and just you know, despite our own administration currently here in America, the oil industry has figured out how to produce more oil, even with the limitations put on them. It just shows you the robustness of the Americans themselves. And they're in American yes. companies, by the way. And the reality is we're producing more oil now than ever, and it's in spite of what's going on. We're, we're actually the world's number one oil producer right now. I think Saudi Arabia is still the largest exporter. But, yes, we, we produce the most oil. And it's, it's to your point, a big boost has been it's all the sort of, I guess, like, what do they call them Tomcat guys that go do their own wells and stuff. Right. Those incremental smaller wells have really boosted oil supply. And, and you're right, it is despite all the efforts of the administration to kill all that stuff. Yeah, we're, we're putting up, I think, I want to say we're number one, and again, I don't have these numbers in front of me, but I think we're slightly over 13 uh, million barrels a day. There's, I'm looking at oilprice.com, there's an, ad, you know, there's an article there talking about that. So yeah, I, 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 and by the way, that's not going the other direction anytime soon unless the market just falls out of the oil. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I mean, don't either. Again, I, I think the the economy is slowing, but it's not completely collapsing. Um, you know, the, the other big thing too is the LNG. That's another industry. Yeah, good where one. Yes, America's the number one exporter in LNG now, and it's you know again that's gas is is a is a byproduct of drilling for oil, and it's. That just speaks to the ingenuity and, and, of the American people. And Scott, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sound egotistical here, but a lot. If I'm again, I want to be corrected if I'm wrong. But to my knowledge, 
other countries couldn't even be exporting LNG if it wasn't for our American companies showing them and teaching them the technology necessary to even make that happen. In other words, they haven't invented this stuff. We did. That's okay. That I don't know, but I believe that. And that's, that's very interesting. Um, and in I mean, fact, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of true in oil in general. There's a lot of those foreign companies that re- or foreign countries that rely on American companies to even help them keep extracting the oil that they have while they've got their own oil companies and they've learned a lot from us. Let's face it, Scott, they, they don't have near the ingenuity we have. Well, I mean, you could look at Venezuela as exactly. an example. Great, because great point. When American companies were in Venezuela drilling, and the, you know, they have the largest oil reserves in the world, and I think it's a Lake Maricopa or something, and that's and that has become a disaster because when they nationalized all the oil companies and the government of Venezuela took it over, it, it all fell apart. Right, because they didn't know right. how to run it, what to do, and it, right. yeah, it's been a, it's been a big mess. Okay, in light of all of that. I'm still going to hold to my prediction of interest rates, and I feel like I don't know exactly how they'll tick down, whether it'll be a quarter or a half. I think they'll be two quarters and a half. How they come, I don't know, but I predict a point lower in the Fed fund rate by June. Uh, Yeah, that could be a little on the aggressive side, but yeah, I definitely, I I, I could see a half to three quarters of a point. Okay. We'll have to take a little uh, dinner bet on that one. And and the reason I say that is because with the election coming up in November and knowing how things get ramped up for summer, they need, you know, the other side needs as much, and you can say all you want that the Fed doesn't have anything to do with politics and so on. That's that's crap because they do. Uh, The reality is the other side needs that rate decrease by summer to really get things ramped up, to talk about how great the economy is doing. Because remember, it's the economy, stupid. So my feeling is they're going to need that point lower by summer to really make their case. See, guys, everything we've done with Build Back Better is, in fact, working. Look, here's the proof. Um, You couldn't be more right. They they need, because if there's one thing that the Biden administration keeps polling really badly on, it's his handling of the economy. Mm -hmm. Yep, and they need they need every, that, every, and I think Jerome yep. Powell's going to deliver that to him. By the way, they have to pull every lever they can. That's yep. right. Yep. So I, that's that's where I'm coming at it, saying it's not because of jobs, it's not because of CPI, it's not because of inflation, it's not because of anything other than there's an election in November of 2024, and they need the summer to really get things ramped up to prove to everybody that our method is working, and if they don't have that in their back pocket, they're in dire straits. Because frankly, Scott, I don't think they have much else to run. If they don't get the economy cranked up by summer, they're screwed. Yeah, well, so along that vein, too, um, if you are an investor in the stock market, um, investing in election years usually produces pretty good results for you. I think it's like 18 out of 20 times, yep. 16 out of it's, it's the stock market has a positive return. Now, I also looked at the numbers. I went back and ran numbers when you had a 20% plus gain the year prior, because last year I want to say it was like 26.3% that we rallied in S&P 500. When you've had that the year prior, there are seven instances since 1928 when the following year has been an election year. And of those seven instances, the average gain the following year is 16.6%, or if you want to round it up, it's a 17% wow. one-year gain. Wow. That's better. That's almost double 
the average annual gain of nine and a half percent. And you know how many times that's happened, the, or the it's been we've seen an up year in those those seven instances, one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> pretty good. That's that, that that's pretty good uh, track record, I think. Yeah, I just you know yeah. It's, it's Great point. Well, and you're just dovetailing into what I'm saying because the other, you know, whoever the incumbent in office is, they know that that's what they have to have in their back pocket or it really hurts them come November. So I have an uncle that worked in D.C. for a long time. And uh, he, he, one time we were were having a beer and having a laugh and he told me, he's like, you know, if you could ever figure out a way to, tell politicians in Washington how they can make the stock market go up, you'd be a wealthy and successful man because all of them would want you to work for them. Hmm. And I just, I, I'll never forget that. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. So how do folks get a hold of you? What's the best place to go to now, Scott, given your job change? What should they do? Sure. Uh, I would suggest if you want to, you want to read some of the things I'm looking at and talking about, check out C Scott Garlis on Twitter. Okay. Otherwise, uh, go to marketwise.com. Okay, so at C. Scott Garless. Perfect. Yes, sir. All right, I'll send them there. Scott, as always, appreciate you, man. Talk to you next week. Thanks for your time. You bet. Take care, man. Have a great night. Flesh Law is up next. When it comes to the legal end of things, Kevin is the guy to talk to. We talk to him a lot. I've actually been texting him this week on several things. He's your guy, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right. For all of your medical care, talk to Dr. Scott Faulkner, CastleRockCryotherapy.com, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Level Engineering. Uh, Alan Davis will find out whether or not solar is a good fit for you, explain how it all works, and how it will save you money. 303-378-7537.
Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back a couple of minutes here before I close out the show today. And when I talk about messaging and how we on our side need to be careful about how and what we message. Now, this is a X post or a tweet from Representative Lauren Boebert. Now, I would very much doubt that she herself is tweeting. This is probably somebody in her staff doing this. And this is, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just using this as an example of how we need to message correctly. This is the tweet. Picture of the Capitol. Says the national debt has officially surpassed $34 trillion. Yes, we talk about that a lot here, and yes, it has. It was getting very close to that right before Christmas, and it's gone over. New year, same devastating impacts of Bidenomics. Joe has got to go. Now, here's my problem with this tweet. It's not Joe and only Joe that got us to $34 trillion. Yes, he's part of it. But this all started back with COVID and even Donald Trump. Not to throw Donald Trump under the bus because he was in a, between a rock and a hard place and had to do certain things, although a lot of the stimulus that we did shouldn't have been done. First of all, we should have just toned down all of the, all of the nonsense COVID response. We talk about that every Thursday for an hour with Dr. Kelly. But regardless, it wasn't all Joe. And the, here's where I'm going with the messaging. If you go on the campaign trail with this, You're going to get killed in this because they're going to come back and say, well, what about the trillions of dollars Donald Trump contributed to the $34 trillion as well? See, folks, we have to be really careful in how we message so that we're able to defend ourselves when you get into these positions, which in this particular case, I would have done a tweet different than this. And I also believe that, like we talked with Scott a moment ago, that the left will now start using the Fed and some things in their toolbox to revive some of the things economically to where you probably shouldn't be using the term Bidenomics much, period, other than maybe on the inflationary side, which again is caused by the $34 trillion we have 
in debt because of the money printing that made that happen in the first place. But you've got to do, we've talked about this this week for the past three days, you really have to do a better job of messaging to get the other side, and especially those folks in the middle, to understand what you're saying because this is not going to do it. This, in my opinion, is a bad tweet. Okay? We have to do better at our messaging on our side to get our point across, and this isn't one of those ways. Speaking of finances, Golden Eagle Financial, if you want somebody locally that will help you with your future finances, how you're going to get there, what are you doing, what is your money doing, is your plan going to work, do you have a plan, give Al Smith a call today, 303-744-1128. You wouldn't plan a family vacation at the last minute. And Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial wants to make sure you don't plan your retirement last minute either. There are hundreds of systems and apps that promise to make you big returns fast, but those miss all of the contingencies and unknowns in your post-work world. Al considers things like long-term care, family needs, giving to charity, and everything else you care about. He gets to know you and customizes your plan to your wants and needs. If you want to travel, donate, volunteer, or even build a sailboat, whatever your specific desires are, you need someone experienced to lead you around potential pitfalls and traps. Don't take your future into your own hands. Trust someone to guide you through it so you don't just retire. You retire on your terms. Just go to klzradio.com money to start strategizing today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, movies tomorrow. Andy's going to be having a Ferrari and the boys in the boat. We'll do a, a movie rental hour of a recap of 2023 best and worst movies along with biggest surprises and biggest letdowns. Guys, be safe. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.